Welcome to the Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature. We are eroding and evolving at once. How do we find the strength to not look away at all that is breaking our hearts? Hands on the earth, we remember where the source of our authentic power comes from. We have to go deeper. What has been weathered and whittled away is as beautiful as what remains. Erosion, essence, we are eroding and evolving at once. We stand at the threshold of a historic opportunity in the human experiment to reimagine how to live on Earth in ways that honor the web of life, each other, and future generations. It's a revolution from the heart of nature and the human heart. In this series, The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature, we celebrate social and scientific innovators with breakthrough solutions for restoring people and planet, creating a future environment of hope. Erosion. Evolution. We are eroding and evolving at once. All souls come here to rub the sharp edges off each other. This isn't suffering, it's erosion. Chuck Polinick. Erosion and evolution, shadow and light, death and rebirth. These are some of the strands that the acclaimed author, naturalist, and activist Terry Tempest Williams weaves together in the face of today's broken world. Standing in the lineage of the greatest nature writers, she links her deepest inner experiences with the state of the web of life. She plums connections, art and ecology, women and politics, democracy and social healing, wild lands and first peoples, family and faith. Terry Tempest Williams is fierce in her determination to hold paradoxes and contradictions. Destruction and creation, love and loss are of a piece. She seeks to reconcile her family's deep ancestral roots from the earliest days of Utah's Church of Latter-day Saints with a poignantly modern and refined sensibility for the sacred. On one day, she can testify passionately yet respectfully before Congress and get arrested on the next in an act of principled civil disobedience. Through it all, Terry Tempest Williams has shown her readers how to transcend polarities in her ferociously honest, clear-eyed quest for healing and regeneration. She shows how to dance with duality and to reclaim wholeness. This is erosion and evolution. Our undoing is our becoming. I'm Neil Harvey. I'll be your host. Welcome to the Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature. I come from an erosional landscape in the Red Rock Desert of southeastern Utah. To the south rise the LaSalle Mountains, 12,000 feet high. To the north is the Colorado River running red, carrying the sediments of sandstone downriver. To the west is Porcupine Rim that holds the last light of day. And to the east is Castleton Tower, rising from the ground floor 400 feet tall, 
Wingate Sandstone, one of the largest freestanding towers in the world, eroding. Terry Tempest Williams explores this theme in her book, Erosion, Essays of Undoing. She spoke at a Bioneers conference. This past summer, geologists from the University of Utah detailed the natural vibration of this sandstone tower. They enlisted two climbers to place a seismometer at the bottom of the tower and then climb and place another seismometer at the top. They wanted to listen to stone. What they found surprised them. This from Science News and the Bulletin of the Seismological Society of America was published last month, quote, at about the same rate that your heart beats, a Utah rock formation called Castleton Tower gently vibrates, keeping time and keeping watch over the sandstone desert, swaying like a skyscraper. A red rock tower taps into the deep vibrations of the earth, wind, waves, and even far off earthquakes. Quote, we often view such grand and prominent landforms as permanent features of our landscape, when in reality they are continuously moving and evolving, says Riley Finnegan, a graduate student and co-author of this paper. Lastly, most people are in awe of its static stability in its dramatic freestanding nature, perched at the end of a ridge overlooking Castle Valley, said the geologist Jeff Moore, who led the study. It has a kind of stoic power in its appearance. Moore and his colleagues study the vibrations of rock structures, including arches and bridges. So this isn't unique to Castleton Tower. They just chose to focus on Castleton Tower to understand what natural forces act on these structures. They also measure the rock's resonance, the way the structures amplify the energy of Earth that passes through them. Castleton Tower has a pulse. For those of us living in the valley, what we have intuited has been confirmed. Castle Rock is alive. And I just want us to listen to the pulse of Earth. Castleton Tower. The earth has a pulse, as do we, no separation. Our pulse, the pulse of earth, Castleton Tower, is relational, born out of love and grief, disturbance and stillness at once. There are no beautiful surfaces without a terrible depth, Nietzsche. Terry Tempest Williams listens to understand the language of nature and to be its messenger to a world that has largely turned a deaf ear. Castleton Tower is 400 feet tall, as the tower sways like a guitar string, it resonates with human and natural activity from vast distances and depths. University of Utah researchers are trying to determine how much these vibrations contribute to erosion over the long term. 
they are listening. On the other hand, according to Terry Tempest, the damming of the Colorado River has created a paradox. As she writes, a free-flowing river should have its say at the end, the mouth, and it doesn't. It's silenced by development, by water rights, by dams, she says. But whether it's running a river or listening in stillness to an ancient desert landscape that holds the ancestral memory of generations of indigenous peoples, Terry Tempest Williams invites us to hear the voice of nature and to face up to the consequences of our blindly destructive actions. We are running evolution in reverse, shattering the very mirror of nature that can show us who we are and how to live in this place in a way that lasts. The jagged shards are so dreadful to contemplate that most people don't want to go there. The problem is, we're there. Denial and neglect will only seal the deal. To commit to a place is to commit to the shadow side of our own home ground. Sometimes we see it, sometimes we don't. But when we do, we must speak. On December 28, 2016, Barack Obama established Bears Ears National Monument, protecting 1.3 million acres of fragile desert lands. He heard the voices of the Diné, the Navajo, the Hopi, the Ute Mountain Ute, the Ure Ute, and Zuni nations. He heard them. These lands are sacred, where their prayers are spoken, where their ancestors are buried, where their ceremonies are performed. It was a handshake across history, a renewal, a commitment of trust. Less than a year later, Donald Trump, by executive order, eviscerated Bears Ears National Monument by 85% and cut Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument in half. Those protected lands, sacred lands, are now open for business to oil and gas development, to coal mining, to uranium mining, a boon to the fossil fuel industry in the midst of the climate crisis. This is my home. What is beauty if not stillness? What is stillness if not sight? What is sight if not an awakening? What is an awakening if not now? The American landscape is under assault by an administration that cares only about themselves. Working behind closed doors, they are strategically undermining environmental protections that have been in place for decades, and they are getting away with it. In practices of secrecy, in deeds of greed, in acts of violence that are causing pain. Like many, I have compartmentalized my state of mind in order to survive. Like most, I have also compartmentalized my state of Utah. It is a violence hidden that we all share. This is the fallout that has entered our bodies, nuclear bombs tested in the desert. Boom. These are the Uranian tailings left on the edges of our towns where children play. Boom. The war games played and nerve gas stored in the West Desert. Boom. These are the oil and gas lines, frack lines, from Vernal to Bonanza in the Uinta Basin. Boom. This is Aneth and Montezuma Creek, the oil patches on Indian lands. Boom. Gut bears ears, boom. Cut Grand Staircase Escalante in half, boom. And every other wild place that is easier for me to defend than my own people and species, boom. The coal and copper mines I watched expand as a child, Huntington and Kennecott, boom. The oil refineries. 
that foul the air and blacken our lungs. In Salt Lake City, our children's lungs boom, and the latest scar on the landscape, the tar sands mine in the book cliffs, closed, now hidden, simply by its remoteness, boom. Add the Cisco Desert, where trains stop to settle the radioactive waste they carry onto Blanding, boom. Move the Iranian tailings from Moab to Crescent Junction, then bury it still hot in the alkaline desert. Out of sight, out of mind, boom. See the traces of human indignities on the sands near Topaz Mountain left by the Japanese internment camps, boom. President Donald J. Trump can try to eviscerate Bears Ears and Grand Staircase Escalante monuments with his pen and poisonous policies. He will stand tall with other white men who for generations have exhumed, looted, and profited from the graves of ancient ones. They will tell you Bears Ears belongs to them. Boom. Consider Senator Orrin Hatch's words regarding the Bears Ears Intertribal Coalition, support of the Bears Ears National Monument. The Indians, he says, they don't fully understand a lot of things that they are taking for granted on these lands. They won't be able to do it if it's made clearly into a monument, unquote. And when he was asked to give examples, the senator said, just take my word for it. Boom. In February 2020, the Federal Interior Department announced plans to allow drilling and mining on about a million acres of these lands, despite ongoing litigation to prevent the government from moving forward. It was the first national monument to be created at the request of a coalition of Native American tribal governments, the Navajo Nation, Hopi, Ute, Mountain Ute, and Pueblo of Zuni, all have ancestral ties from time immemorial to the Bears Ears and Grand Staircase Escalante landscapes. These are ancient, sacred lands. Over many decades, Terry Tempest Williams has taken a courageous stand to stop harms, including above-ground nuclear testing and the extractive destruction of nature, especially in her beloved Red Rock region of her native Utah. When we return, Terry Tempest Williams explores histories of privilege, religion, and identity in Utah and how reconciling her experiences with these cultural strands have helped unleash and shape her voice as a storyteller who translates the voice of nature and speaks for justice. This is Erosion and Evolution. Our undoing is our becoming. I'm Neil Harvey. You're listening to The Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature. You can see and hear more from Terry Tempest Williams and explore more Bioneers radio programs, podcasts, and videos online at Bioneers.org. For information on attending the National Bioneers Conference and Bioneers events in your area, please visit Bioneers.org or call 1-877-BIONEER. As time and the elements carve the natural world around us, 
so too do they transform our bodies and our societies. Destruction and creation. Erosion becomes evolution to create something at once entirely new and deeply ancient. This is a story, a patronizing story, a condescending story. I see my politicians and frontier Mormons discounting the tribes once again, calling them Lamanites. The rebellious ones against God, dark-skinned and cursed, that is their story. Racism is a story. The Book of Mormon is a story. Boom. Perhaps our greatest trauma living in the state of Utah is the religiosity of the Mormon patriarchy that says you have no authority to speak. Women, Indians, black people, brown people, gay people, trans people, it is only the chosen ones who hold the priesthood over us and counsel us that their only way to heaven is through them. Boom. All my life I was told I could not speak, that I had no voice, no power except through my father or my husband or my bishop or the general authorities, and then there was the prophet. Boom. I refused to perpetuate this lie, this myth, this abuse called silence. If birds had a voice, so did I. I would tell a different story, one of beauty and abundance and what it means to be alive. Environmental racism is the outcome of bad stories, a byproduct of poverty. In Utah, yellow cake has dusted the lips of Navajo uranium workers for decades who are now sick or dead. Boom. There is no running water in Westwater, a reservation town adjacent to Blanding. Local municipalities refuse to provide Navajo families with a basic right, a human right. Boom. But we are not prejudiced. Boom. If you speak of these cruelties, we as Mormons, I am a Mormon, are seen as having betrayed our roots and our people. These are my people. Boom. This is who I am. A white woman of privilege born of the covenant, I am not on the outside, I am on the inside. Boom. It is time to look in the mirror and reflect on the histories that are mine, that are ours. Boom. We are being told a treacherous story that says it is an individual's right, our hallowed state's right, our nation's right to destroy what is common to us all. The earth has a pulse. We have a pulse, no separation. The land beneath our feet, the water we drink, the air that we bring, gifts, breathe. Our bodies and the body of the state of Utah are being violated. Our eyes are closed, our mouths are sealed. We refuse to see or say what we know to be true. Utah, this nation is a beautiful violence. Boom. Do we dare to see ourselves for what we are, broken and beautiful? Do we dare to see Utah for what it is, an elegant, toxic landscape where the power of oppression rules by repression, our proving grounds of fear? What are we afraid of? Exposure. Boom. 
Our denial is our collusion. Our silence is our death. The climate is changing. We have a right and responsibility to protect each other. Resistance and insistence before the law. We are slowly dying. We are ignoring the evidence. Awareness is our prayer. Engagement is our prayer. Beauty will prevail. Native people are showing us the way. It is time to heal these lands and each other by what? By calling them sacred. May wingbeats of raven cross over us in ceremony. May we recognize our need of a collective blessing by earth. May we ask forgiveness for our wounding of land and spirit. And may our right relationship to life be restored as we work together toward a survival shared. A story is awakening. Many stories are awakening. We are part of something so much larger than ourselves, an interconnected whole that stretches upward to the stars. Coyote in the desert is howling in the darkness, calling forth the pack, lifting up the moon. A story is awakening. Listen to stone. The earth has a pulse. We have a pulse. The earth is alive. What is an awakening, if not now? We are eroding. We are evolving together. This is the place we create from. With love, with courage, in grief, and with anger. What do we do with our anger? With a name like Tempest, I can tell you I don't have a lot of hope. <laughs> but I have sought wisdom from my elders, the elders that we live near, Willie Gray Eyes, a community organizer who now is a county commissioner in a Navajo majority in San Juan County, Utah. When he was told that he was not a resident of the state of Utah, that it was an illegitimate election from an illegitimate candidate whose family have lived in Navajo Mountain for generations, when they asked what right he has to the state of Utah, he simply said, my umbilical cord is buried here. When I asked Willie, what do we do with our anger? He said, Terry, it can no longer be about anger. It has to be about healing. Going to the source of our pain and recognizing it, owning it, apologizing for it, embracing it, with a commitment to change. And when I asked Jonah Yellowman, a medicine person among the Diné, what he was seeing, he said, Terry, we have to go deeper. And so I ask us today, together, what does that look like for each of us? Each of us in our own places, with our own gifts, in the places we call home. 
and Evangie Gray, a medicine woman who's been fighting for water rights for her people in San Juan County for 30 years, still no water. She says to dwell is to see things as they are. And then you stay and fight for those things that you see for your community. It is a privilege, she said. We are eroding and evolving at once. Perhaps Jonah's call to go deeper is a call to acknowledge the power that resides in the earth itself. The organic intelligence inherent in deserts and forests, rivers and oceans, and all manner of species beyond our own, even within our own bodies. We cannot create wild nature, we can only destroy it. And in the end, in breathtaking acts of repentance and renewal, try to restore what we have thoughtlessly removed at our own expense, be it wolves in the Yellowstone or willow flycatchers along the Colorado River. We are eroding and evolving at once. How do we find the strength to not look away at all that is breaking our hearts? Hands on the earth, we remember where the source of our authentic power comes from. We have to go deeper. What has been weathered and whittled away is as beautiful as what remains. Erosion, essence, we are eroding and evolving at once. Shinran, the 14th century Buddhist poet said, this happened, now something else can occur. We need not lose hope. We just need to locate where it dwells. To dwell is to see things as they are, and then you stay and fight for the things you love in your own community. Castleton Tower has a pulse. We have a pulse. The pulse of the planet is in our hands. Engagement is a prayer. Boom. Terry Tempest Williams. Erosion and evolution, our undoing is our becoming. Bioneers radio programs, podcasts, and videos, visit Bioneers.org. The Bioneers Revolution from the Heart of Nature is a production of Bioneers and Collective Heritage Institute. Executive producer, Kenny Ausubel. Written by Monica Lopez and Kenny Ausubel. Senior producer and station relations, Stephanie Welch. Host and consulting producer, Neil Harvey. Producer, Teo Grossman. Program engineer and music supervisor, Emily Harris. Our theme music is co-written by the Baca Forest people of Cameroon and Baca Beyond.
from the album East to West. Find out more at globalmusicexchange.org. Additional music was made available by Jamie Sieber at jamiesieber.com and by Music From Memory at musicfrommemory.com. The opinions expressed in the Bioneers' Revolution from the Heart of Nature are those of the presenters and are not necessarily those of Bioneers and Collective Heritage Institute, the underwriters, or this radio station. My name is Neil Harvey. Thank you for listening. This is program number 0818.